Hi guys, and welcome back to Be The Main Character Podcast with Bianca. I hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday. I'm so excited to be talking with you guys today. We are doing a February recap episode, a very chatty episode. All the chattiness that I've been holding back on in my intros is being put into this episode because I just feel like a lot happened in February and I just wanted to talk about it all with you guys. I'm in my luteal phase this week and if you don't know what that is, it's the week leading up to your period when you can just be more tired, not as motivated, etc. You can't lift as heavy in the gym. You should be taking it a little bit easier and let me tell you that this knocks me on my face every single time like I know I'm like oh my god I know my period's coming not just because I know my period's coming but if I didn't have a calendar in front of me telling me my period was coming I would know because my energy changes significantly when I'm in my luteal phase like I have a harder time getting out of bed in the morning compared to other weeks when I'm not like this where I just get right out of bed and I've just I'm so tired like I typically don't hit an afternoon slump but today at work it was about 2 45 like 3 p.m and I was like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get through this next hour and a half without caffeine um and I never have two sources of caffeine a day so that just shows goes to show that I was really really hitting me so to start this episode I wanted to start with a weekly report I absolutely love seeing those on TikTok and everywhere and I did one back in January and I feel like to get a good recap episode started it's just a good way to go across the board of what's going on in my life right now so we're going to start with that. So R is for reading and I'm currently reading for my physical book is Fourth Wing and I know that is all the hype on TikTok and just everywhere right now. I feel like that fantasy book has just absolutely blown up. I got Fourth Wing and Iron Flame for Christmas. And you know what I'm so upset about? I hate hardcover books and Fourth Wing and Iron Flame are pretty much exclusively hardcovers. The paperback version that they had wasn't really like a real version and it was extremely more expensive than the hardback version because that's what the author created. And then... I saw a couple weeks ago they're releasing the paperback version in March. I'm so upset because now I have the two hardcovers which will look great displayed on my bookshelf. Like they're going to look pretty but I absolutely hate, hate reading from them. So anyways, besides the point, I started Fourth Wing. I really like it so far. I'm only about 100 pages in but I'm really enjoying it. I love fantasy. One of my reading goals for this year was to read more fantasy thrillers and mysteries with some romance mixed in. I just feel like romance is my comfort zone, but I really enjoy fantasy books every time I read them. And that's what got me into reading when I was younger. So I don't know why I don't read as much fantasy, but I feel like Fourth Wing and Iron Flame have just pushed a lot of people into the fantasy genre and they're realizing how much they like it, which I think is really exciting. I don't think I've seen books blow up like this since like Colleen Hoover. Um, I just think they're really popular right now. And so far from what I've read, it seems like for good reason. I think a thing about fantasy that not a lot of people might know is it takes a while to get into the book for a couple reasons. With fantasy, it's 
it's a different world that the characters are living in so the author has to expose you and introduce you into this world and you kind of have to get a background on what that is and that can take you know 50 75 100 pages to be introduced and pushed into this world to understand what the book is about um so give fantasy a chance if it's something you don't think you're into to just like get through those hundred pages to get to the core of the book so far it's giving like hunger games mixed with the percy jackson series i read when i was younger that i absolutely loved it has nothing to do with um greek mythology but just like the camp vibes at the beginning of the first percy jackson book mixed with hunger games is like what I'm getting at the beginning of the book right now and so far like I said I'm really enjoying it I can't wait to read more tonight and on a different topic I am highly debating getting a kindle when there is a prime day coming up which I think is in the summer I don't know I'm gonna debate it between now and the next prime day and here is my reasoning behind it I was so against the kindle for so long I used to have a kindle back in the day when I was like 13 I used it for a couple years and then I kind of just stopped using it for whatever reason I did like it when I had it I am such a book collector I love having a physical book in my hands even though I don't really annotate or like do a lot to the book I just like the feeling of having a physical book and putting on my bookshelf but with that being said I've already filled an entire book ladder in my room I just had to get another small bookcase in my room today um, off Amazon because I got the entire Akatar series which I'll get into later and I have nowhere to put it and I have nowhere to put fourth wing and iron flame and all those books look so pretty I need them to be presented somewhere so I had to get another bookshelf but I'm running out of space to store my books and I'm not one to give my books away or sell them. I, I'm a book collector, okay? Whatever. That's just how I am. I like it. I think authors are so big on their covers now and how they look and I just think they do such a great job. I just love having the physical books in my future home. I would love to have like a huge library section for my kids and for myself. So I will forever be a physical book person I just there's something about it but with that being said at the moment I live in an apartment and I'm running out of space to store my books and I don't want them to be neglected or put in a box where I can't take care of them so for the time being I'm thinking of getting a kindle just because of the storage issue also you guys know I go to the lake house a ton in the summer I spend almost half my week there and I'm always lugging books like back and forth, which is not the end of the world. But I don't want them to get, once again, get ruined in the car, which typically I always bring like a book cover. But I'm always bringing usually two books because I typically finish one at the lake. And then I have another one for backup to start if I do finish the first book. So I'm always like transporting my books around. And I think it would just be so much easier to just have my Kindle and also to read in the sun. I've heard it's really helpful to have the Kindle. There just seems like there's so many good reasons to have the Kindle. So I'm gonna ponder on it a little bit longer until Prime Day comes around. Also, if you have a Kindle and you love it, 
please let me know and tell me why also i see all these girls with their elite kindle setup where it's like the stand connected to their bed so they don't even have to hold the kindle and then they have the clicker page turner so they're literally just laying there in bed just clicking through their kindle and they don't even have to hold it it just seems so ideal but i'm gonna like I said, continue pondering on it because it is an investment. But I don't know. The Kindle girlies just look like they're having the time of their life. And I listened to another podcast, my favorite podcast, A Manifest by Tori D. Simone. And she talks so highly about the Kindle and she has for years. And I don't know. I just love physical books. But like I said, I'm running out of space. But I just think it would be practical. I don't know. Let me know how you guys feel on that one. And my last thought with having the Kindle is that I could do cardio and I could read at the same time because I feel like I don't know how people read a physical book while doing cardio and like hold it there and walk. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not that coordinated, but I feel like if I could just tap through on the Kindle, that would be so much easier. And everyone says they read a lot faster on the Kindle and I used to be a pretty slow reader I feel like through the years I've become a faster reader but I feel like I'm still I feel like there's no rush in reading like being a slow reader is not a good thing I not a it's not being a slow reader is not a bad thing is what I meant I feel like I read at a good pace and I feel like just reading at whatever pace is comfortable for you is fine. But I have heard that the Kindle makes you, not makes you read faster for whatever reason. I think it's because it looks and simulates like a, a phone screen or an iPad. Something that we're so used to seeing every single day. It makes you read faster because of whatever science that is. I have no idea why that is a thing but that's what I've heard so those are all the reasons I'm debating getting a kindle that nobody asked about but you guys listened to my tangent anyways so back to what I was saying my physical book that I'm reading right now is fourth wing and I'm really enjoying it for my audiobook currently I'm reading I didn't know I needed this by Eli Rallo Rallo I'm not sure how to say her last name I just recently started following her on TikTok. If you guys don't know who she is, she's like, quote unquote, the big sister of social media right now. She's actually on tour um, doing book talks right now. She also has a podcast as well. I've never listened to her podcast. The way I found her was her rules for different things. If you guys follow her on TikTok, you know what I'm talking about. She'll do like rules for a night out like rules for your first date rules for a friday night by yourself and she'll like go through her lists and of like ritual rituals and whatever and they're really funny but they're also informative and super good and i really enjoy those videos and then i remembered that she came out with a book and i was like i just think that'd be like a really fun audiobook to listen to plus she narrates it and i feel like she has the ideal talking voice she did theater her whole life and I feel like those people just have the best speaking voice presence so so far I'm a few chapters into that book I think it's really good I really wish I had this book when I was younger like when I was like 17 18 because the topics she talks about are just so open and like very much like she says big sister-esque and those were topics I really didn't know I needed back when I was younger. Now listening to that 
book at 24. I don't relate quite as much to it anymore, but it's still a really good listen and you can always learn something new. And the book itself is just funny. And like I said, she speaks so well that it keeps you so engaged in the book. I haven't read or listened to a self-help book in a while and this book made me want to dive back into it. I think the way she goes about the book is so good because she integrates personal stories with um, the actual advice and I think that's just such a good way to go about a self-help book. She does a great job. I really recommend you guys either read it or give it a listen. Next is eating and I feel like the past month the thing I've been eating the most is flatbread pizzas. I get on a kick of this every few months and this is what I do. So I get the nan bread flatbread okay and then you can get this in the garlic one or you can make make it garlic yourself whatever you want to do and then I put olive oil on the edges of it to like make the crust and then I put some garlic salt on the edges and then I do I always make a barbecue chicken pizza so I do sugar-free barbecue sauce and then make grilled chicken and then just add some mozzarella cheese and then put that in the oven at 425 for about 10 minutes it comes out nice and crispy just like a little thin flatbread pizza and it's so delicious oh it's just so good I've been obsessed with that lately I feel like that's the thing I've been having the most this past month I highly recommend you guys do it I posted it on my Instagram stories and a couple people said they made it and they absolutely loved it or that they loved the idea I'm telling you guys it's so good it's such a simple and easy like high protein dinner um so good especially if you're craving pizza throughout the week 10 out of 10 recommend oh I also forgot I always add um like sauteed peppers and onions as well so yummy it's the chef's kiss on top it's oh so good guys and then next is playing so these next two are actually dates I went on with my boyfriend but they're both like playful dates that we went on so the first one is axe throwing so I've been axe throwing a couple times but he has never been and so we went together we have a place really close to my house actually that does like axe throwing bowling um has an arcade and it is such a fun date night you can bring a big group of people or just go the two of you we just went the two of us but I've been with a group of friends before too it's just like such a fun low-key activity except that we are both extremely competitive people so it was all or nothing type of night and I just want to say for the record I did win I'm just a winner that's just how I am I give my boyfriend a run for his money because I am just as competitive as him and I want to win just as bad and I will not let him win for anything he won't let me win for anything but I did win at axe throwing I just need everyone to know that I am an axe throwing queen but besides that it was so fun I feel like it was one of our favorite date nights and then we did like arcade games after and it was just such a fun and playful night I feel like our ideal date night is something like that that is active and just playful and competitive because that's how our personalities are just that's how our personalities are super fun and then just this past weekend we went to top golf which I was a little concerned about because I'm not 
a golfer. I've never golfed in my life. I've never been to a driving range. So I was like, I don't even know if I'm really going to be able to make contact with the ball or like really get the hang of like swinging enough to drive the ball at all. But I went into it with an open mind. It was something he was really excited about. So and I've been saying that I want to branch out and try new things, try new hobbies, and especially things that he's interested in because he's tried a couple of things that I'm interested in. So I went into it with an open mind, kind of took some pointers from him, and then just honestly gave it my best shot and had so much fun. Do I think I was doing the best job ever? But no. And honestly, guys, if your boyfriend wants to go to Top Golf with you and you're nervous or like, think it's not going to be a fun time let me be the one to steer you in the right direction it was one it was so fun okay I had way way more fun than I thought I was going to it's so interactive there's so many things to do there's so many games it's just oh it's heated that was probably the best part I'm cold to my core all the time and the seats were heated the there's lamps above you that are heated so that experience was great and then there's just so so many games and things you can do and it was just so fun I just want to make it known for the record again I did also beat him in the Angry Birds golfing game at Top Golf at Top Golf like seven or eight times I think I'm just a golfer girl now I'm just kidding but I do think I could be like a driving range girl I think that would be like a fun activity and hobby that my boyfriend and I could do together I would definitely even try like a round of golf if he wanted me to just to give it a shot but I think I could even be like his driving range buddy for the day and I have a couple other friends at golf and go to the driving range and I can understand the hype behind it because it is fun like I said do I really know the logistics of golf and like what I'm doing and what makes like a bad drive and good and a good drive no but top golf isn't really about that like maybe your boyfriend's gonna understand what's going on more like my boyfriend was like oh that was a bad shot of mine and I was like you could have fooled me like I would never know but honestly such a fun date absolutely loved it and it was something new a new hobby so we love that we can check that off the list for the year but I would definitely go back and I highly recommend it. So if your boyfriend is like, can we go to Top Golf?" Say yes. Immediately say yes and just give it a try. So those are the two things I've been playing. Next is O for Obsessing. And this is actually a creator on TikTok. Okay, her name is Ray. Her username is all caps R-A-E. And she's from Long Island. And when I tell you she is so hilarious, she has had me dying for weeks now. Like I kept showing my boyfriend videos of her. I was sending her videos to my friends. Like she is just so funny without trying to be funny. And I think that's why I find people like that hilarious people that aren't trying and are just simply being themselves and then it just comes off as absolutely hilarious to me I love that she does like impressions of like an Italian mob wife and when I tell you it brings tears to my eyes and is the sole joy of my days sometimes truly truly I think she's just so funny if you guys need a good laugh um that's her username on TikTok I deep dive into her I think she's hilarious and she's also a sober queen so I love that and yeah she's been my obsession this past month I think she's hilarious and yeah okay so next is recommending 
and I'm recommending that you guys try lip flooding with hyaluronic acid. So I have the most chapped lips on planet earth I think. I actually think I have eczema on my lips and I have for years which I never had growing up but I think I have as an adult because it's not like normal dry lips. It's like parched they're so parched and for someone that's so hydrated I drink so much water and take so many vitamins like my lips shouldn't look like that anyways they're just super irritated and annoyed all the time so I tried lip flooding which I saw recommended by a dermatologist on TikTok the hyaluronic acid I use is six dollars from good molecules and I got it at Ulta and it rates a hundred out of a hundred on the Yuka app so it's a good, clean product. And what you do is before you go to bed, you um, wet your lips and then you put the hyaluronic acid on while your lips are still wet. And then after that, you just put either Aquaphor or Vaseline, specifically the one that is meant for your lips, over on top of that. And then you go to sleep. And when I tell you you wake up the next morning with the most soft, luscious lips, you do. It's the best thing ever. I do it almost every night now and I love it. I'm so glad I found out about that because it has changed the game for me. Especially in the winter month. I know everyone is just so dry and chapped. Or if you're making out with boys all the time, your lips are chapped and dry. I know they are. Lip flooding solves the issue. I'm telling you right now. Okay, the last one is tea for treating myself. And I got my first tattoo this month. So I wanted to tattoo for so long, but I am an overthinker when it comes to something that is going to be, I think anyone is about a tattoo. I don't know. Some people aren't, but for one, it being my first tattoo and two being something so permanent that I can't take off of me or change back. I wanted to really, really think about the tattoo I was getting and making sure that I liked it and the placement and everything. So that's why I waited a little bit. Um, to get a tattoo but I'm so glad I did I'll explain to you guys about it so I really didn't plan on getting that tattoo this month it kind of just worked out this way I had booked my consultation back in December for February because that was the next available one and I booked it for February with someone that I really researched and looked into she specialized in exactly what I wanted so I did my consultation with her on February 22nd and then she I really liked her I feel like she got my vision for what I wanted and she didn't send over the design right away obviously because I had just done the consultation with her but I really trusted her and I had liked her previous work a lot that I was like I'm just gonna book with her so that I can get this done as soon as possible and she just so happened to have a tattoo opening the following Sunday so I think my consultation was on a Thursday and then I literally booked it for the next Sunday because I didn't want to have to take off time from work to get my tattoo done during the week and her next weekend slot appointment wasn't until April and I was like I really don't want to wait until April and also that's like really close to May and summer and when I'm back at the lake and I wanted my tattoo to be fully healed like fully fully healed by the summer and I was like eh, that's cutting it a little bit close so I was pretty much between either doing it a few days later or doing it in April when I didn't really want to wait that long so I was like you know what we're just gonna book it 
We're going to do it. And I'm so happy with it. I just got it done this past Sunday. So it's been a couple days. But basically what I got and I will post about this on my Instagram probably in the next few weeks. But I got my siblings and my birth flowers into a bouquet and then holding the bouquet together is five B's representing each one of my siblings and myself. So I have four younger siblings and all of our names start with the letter B. So I have our birth flowers all together and then holding that together is a string of five cursive B's. And it's on my left tricep, specifically my left arm, because they say your left arm or hand, finger, whatever, is connected to your heart. So that was kind of the placement of that. And I just really like the placement up right above the tricep. And yeah, so I'm really so, so happy with it. When she sent me the draft of what... Um, she had come up with I absolutely loved it I didn't even have her change anything and then I went in on Sunday morning we went over the stencils and sizing and placement and all of that and all in all the whole the whole thing only took an hour and a half pain wise I will say it was not bad at all I really didn't mind it I will say I do think I have a higher pain tolerance than most but it really didn't bother me at all. I feel like it was done so fast and I didn't even realize it. I think the thing that hurt the most was the lettering and like the details within the flowers. But honestly, the pain for me was probably like a four or a five out of ten. I would probably lean towards four because it wasn't bad for me at all. And I will say it makes you addicted so fast. I already know when and where I want to get my next tattoo. I'm going to plan to do it at the end of the summer. So probably the end of September, early October to get my next one because it'll be the end of the summer and then it can heal in the fall and I won't be out in the sun so much. But yeah, I will say it gets you addicted really, really fast to the feeling and just the happiness you get after having a new tattoo so I'm very very happy about that for anyone that wants to know where I went I went to Liz House Tattoos that's her Instagram handle at Capital City Tattoo in Concord New Hampshire I highly recommend her she specializes in florals and illustrative line work she also does really spooky tattoos as well her flash sale items are really really cool and creative I highly recommend just either following her on Instagram or TikTok or both um, I had a great experience with her I feel like she just did such a great job and I felt so comfortable and just really happy with my piece. I'm taking Instagram pictures for my birthday which is fast approaching and during that session I plan to take pictures of my tattoo when I'm like all done up so I'll probably post my tattoo on my birthday so you guys can see it but I haven't posted anything about it yet and that's when I plan to do so but that is my weekly report next I want to get into the books I've read so far this year and the ratings I've given them so I read wrong place wrong time which I listened to as an audiobook I had told you guys a little bit about that a few months ago when I was reading it and it's a thriller and I wasn't obsessed with it and I would say I was obsessed with like the last 
50 to 75 pages of the book and I wouldn't even say obsessed I just wanted to figure out what was going on and that was when it let you know what was going on overall didn't really love the book I did like the ending I really enjoyed the ending but beyond that I just feel like it just dragged and dragged and dragged so I gave it a 2.5 on Goodreads so wrong place wrong time 2.5 for me wasn't the biggest fan Next, I read The Things We Hide from the Light. I feel like I was reading that book forever, but I really did love it. I think I just am obsessed with the series in general, and I can't wait to read the next one in the series. I've read the first two, and I don't know the name of the last one, but it's the purple book. And I don't physically have that yet, so eventually I'll get around to that. But The Things We Hide from the Light was just as good as the first book just in a totally different way it just had its totally own vibe and it was a big whodunit book mixed with romance and I just loved that five stars for me obsessed with it it was just such a good I love the long drawn out romance books that just have so much to it I just feel like these are some of my favorite romance books because of the way they're written they're not as corny and cheesy as other romance books and not that I hate that in romance but I just feel like these books are oh they're just so good I can't wait to read the third one and then the most recent book I just finished was Mile High Club which I listened to as an audiobook which is part of the Windy City series and I really enjoyed that book as well I gave it four stars just to give you guys a little background on what it's about it's about a NHL player who falls for his flight attendant after being the hockey playboy so it's really good it's a little spicy not like the most spicy thing I've ever read but still has some sprinkled in there and it was just a really cute quick romance book everything you want in a romance wrapped up and it has sports in it I love sports romance so for me it was a four star really good read and there's two other books in the series that I do plan on reading and that's it for books that I've read so far this year next I'm just gonna kind of dive into random topics and just chat with you guys about them so first I feel like I need to update you guys on my heatless curls journey because I am flopping so I got the heatless curl system from a brand called eternal muse they're a small business and i invested more than the one on amazon because there are just so many parts of it like how soft it is there's no like styrofoam rod in there like it is genuinely so much more comfortable for sleeping and everything everything they claim to say it is is what it is when you put it in your head to go to sleep at night my issue is and I think this is a personal issue I don't think this has anything to do with the company at all is that when I do heatless curls and I wake up and I go to the gym in the morning this is what I'm not seeing girls that go to the gym when I go to the gym and I work out they completely flop so basically what I've been doing is I've been taking out my heatless curls leaving them exactly how I how they are and spraying them with like a texturizing spray loosely putting it in a claw clip and then going about my workout and then when I take them down they look I don't want to call it, say terrible but like the top of my head is just like flat and no amount of like dry shampoo is really saving it to make it look better so I don't know I think this is a um, user fault and I do not think it's a company's issue at all I'm just wondering how gym girls are doing heatless curls and making them look good after their workout because it's just not working for me 
I don't know. I think it'd be good for when I'm not going to the gym, if I have like an event or if I'm on a trip. But I think like on the day to day, curl, uh, heatless curls just won't work for me. I don't know if anyone else has any recommendations on what I should do or how they're mastering this, because I do see girls on TikTok go to the gym with the heatless curls. Maybe they're not sweating as much as I am. I've talked about this before. I sweat a lot at the gym and I feel like it just is ruining the curls when I come out. They just look bad and and I end up having to put my hair up it's a whole thing and yeah so the heatless curls look good when I first take them out by the time I go to the gym come home they're an absolute mess so I think I am the issue but that's how my heatless curls journey is going so far I also completed dry January and it has slowly leaked into dry February. I even went on a trip to New York City in January and I didn't drink in New York. I literally got mocktails um, at one point at one restaurant and I had the best time. Like I've just been so happy not drinking. Every time I take a break from drinking, not that I drink a lot as it is, but I'm always just so happy and content with not drinking. I had one drink this entire month and it was like a fourth of a cup of Prosecco. I did Valentine's Day with my friends and each of us brought a drink but I was driving and I knew I didn't want to mix a ton of drinks and I didn't want to drink five drinks and then drive like the 35 minutes home from where my friend's house was so I just had the first drink that was passed out which was by the host which was my friend that was hosting I had her drink um, and then I didn't have the rest just because I didn't want to mix all those alcohols and get sick and I also didn't want to drive home after having, you know, the five or six drinks. So instead I had the first drink which was Prosecco and Sherbert which was so good but it was like a very small amount of Prosecco and then the rest of the night I just had um, Shirley Temple's Olipop and water and I was just as happy and the night was great. Galentine's was so fun. We had a little charcuterie board. We played games. We took pictures, listened to music, talked about our lives, updated each other. I feel like it's so hard to get a group of friends together all at the same time. So when it does happen, just like fully take advantage of it. I was so happy I was able to go and see my friend. Um, I haven't seen her since she got married. So I was really excited and yeah, I had a great time at Valentine's, but I have not drank since then and that was before Valentine's Day and I even, oh, I went out to dinner with my boyfriend and my parents. It's actually the day he met my parents. We went out to dinner, just the four of us, before he met the whole family and I got a non-alcoholic espresso martini wherever we were for dinner, which I'm not really sure what that is. I literally think it's just an espresso. <laughs> so I think I got an overpriced espresso, but they got me. They got me because I think the one thing that I crave in terms of alcohol, which is very far and few, is an espresso martini, which my boyfriend introduced to me for the first time on our first date. I had never had one before and we split one on our first date because I told him I had never had one but I always wanted to try it blah 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 different story for a different time but ever since I love espresso martinis um but I didn't want to drink alcohol so like I said I got a non-alcoholic one which I think was just an overpriced espresso shot but it's okay it still made me happy 
And then, um, yeah, so he met my family or he met my parents that night. It was a really nice dinner. And then the following day was the Super Bowl. So we went over to my parents' house that day and he met my siblings, my dogs. He met the whole gang all in one weekend and it was really nice and very comfortable. My siblings can be, a couple of them can be on the Shire side and I feel like they were totally and completely themselves, very talkative and just comfortable around him, which just gave me so much peace of mind. I feel like, especially where my sisters are so much younger than us if you guys don't know I have a big age gap between me and almost all my siblings Uh, but my two younger siblings are my two sisters and I have a sister that's nine and I have a sister that's five and so kids are the best judge of character so I think if my sisters were very uncomfortable or just getting bad vibes not if they were uncomfortable because I think it's normal to adjust to someone new in the picture but if they were just like getting bad vibes or anything like that I would have just felt weird but they were just such good sports about it and like I said being talkative and you know we played games with them and just included them and it just is kudos to how amazing my boyfriend is because he blended right into the family so perfectly and then we just had a ton of food watched the super bowl had a chill night went out by the fire played with the dogs played with the kids it was just such an overall good weekend and i think things like that grow a relationship so much where you where my family and his family is so important to him us being close with the other's family is important to each other so it was just such an amazing weekend made us both really happy but yeah so he's done that part and then moving into valentine's day now my parents have always set the standard on even the smallest holidays like valentine's day i don't think valentine's day is like a major holiday but my mom always made it feel like it was she always as long as I can remember always decorated for valentine's day and left us each little valentine's day gifts on the table for us to come down to she always decorates like the um dining room table and leaves us all a little something she's done this for all of us all my siblings for years and this year was the second year that I wasn't home um and I wasn't home at all for valentine's day I think last year I went over for valentine's day dinner but this year I wasn't around and I'll get to that in a second but this year she made us all book bouquets which is the sweetest thing ever because every single one of my siblings, myself included, love to read and they came out so cute and perfect. I've wanted a book bouquet for so long. It was so thoughtful. She had asked us like previously like for books that we had been eyeing or would like to read and I didn't really know why and I was I thought it had something to do with Valentine's Day but I didn't think she was going as far as the book bouquets but they were so cute. She actually got me the rest of the Akatar series, which I have the first book, but I didn't have the other four. So when she had asked, I was like, oh, the, like I didn't want to start the Akatar series because it's a huge series and I've heard it so good that once you read the first one, you want to read the next one. So I didn't want to start it with just the first book and then not have the rest of the series. So I had been holding off on starting that. But then she was like four books and I was like, oh my gosh, there's four books left in the Akatar series that I don't have. So I told her those and then I got it in the cutest little book bouquet and she also got me like a coffee cup 
um, in the type of cup that I like, which is like the beer can glasses. It's so cute. I think it says something about like having anxiety and loving coffee, something along those lines, which and it's purple, which is my favorite color. So super cute, super grateful. Like I said, my mom has just, my parents in general have just set the standard for just the little things. And yeah, so I was so grateful and happy to see that. But this year, um, I am an experienced type of person when it comes to gifts. So this year, because me and my boyfriend started dating in November, in December, we decided we were going to do an experience instead of doing Christmas gifts. And I'm so grateful we did. And so we did an Airbnb for Valentine's Day. So we went on actual Valentine's Day and spent a couple days there. We did an Airbnb at like this little cabin up in Maine. And it was amazing. It's very much our vibe of like staying in, recharging, spending quality time with each other. We're not much of like the city type people, at least not all the time to like go in the city and be going out and doing stuff all day. It has its time and place, but this was not the trip we wanted to have. We just wanted to have almost like a staycation just farther away. And this Airbnb was amazing. I posted about it on TikTok and Instagram, and I got some feedback from people wanting the link, and I sent it out to a couple. So if you want that link to the Airbnb, just let me know, and I'll send it to you. I had a great, we had a great experience there. Um, it was just amazing. They have the hot tub. They have the sauna. They have like this deep soaking tub. Um, it was just, it was perfect. You have like the little kitchenette area. So we cooked all of our meals. We went grocery shopping the day before or the day of the day we checked in and brought all our groceries, made all our meals. We love cooking together. So that was something we got to do together. We brought the stuff that I got him for Valentine's Day, which was the case file and the game. We did those on two separate days. It was just amazing. We watched movies. Oh my God. It was the best time ever. It was just great. It was amazing. We didn't leave the place not once. And we just had the best little staycation ever. It was an amazing Valentine's Day. And like how I said, my parents set the standard for my future life. He got me balloons the size of me. And I don't think that showing your affection for someone comes in a box or in a gift or anything like that. But it was a really nice touch to my Valentine's Day gift was having these giant balloons coming up my stairs. I had no idea until he opened my door and I saw the balloons and how huge they were. I'm actually still looking at them now. They have not deflated and it's February 27th or 8th or something like that. 27th. And I think it's just hilarious. He got me just really cute and thoughtful gifts and wrote me a card. It was just a fantastic Valentine's Day and I'm just really grateful with the way we spent it together. It was amazing. So if you needed a sign to do a little cabin getaway staycation type situation with your significant other, I highly recommend you do so. Bonus points if you guys are winter sports people, like if you ski or snowboard, like find a place near your favorite mountain and then stay in the Airbnb airbnb that's local for the two of us we don't do uh we don't snowboard or ski so that wasn't in the plans and we're both totally fine with that but if you are those types of people i think that could be an amazing trip as well also going back to the akatar books that my mom got me so i got the first one in the series 
on Amazon Prime Day, the last Amazon Prime Day, I believe. I got the first book, but I didn't get the whole box set for whatever reason. And I've been on a book buying ban for quite some time now. So I'm pretty proud of myself. I want to say since either August or September. I'm going to say probably August, like either late August or like right at the start of September. I haven't bought in books since around that time and it's because I got so many on Prime Day and I just have a good chunk of books I haven't read yet that I don't need any more books right now besides ones that are gifted to me. The only time I would buy a book right now is if I went to a bookstore with a friend and found books I wanted at the bookstore as like an activity but beyond that I wouldn't be buying any books right now and I haven't got a book since that time since September or August and my plan was until summer was to read through all the books I have and finish with the Akatar book and then after that I could buy the rest of the series but now that my mom's already done it for me I'll probably keep my book buying ban going a little bit longer I even have some summer reads that I'm saving for summer so I'll be set for like the beginning half of the summer so my goal is to read through everything I have right now before I buy any more books and I think this is just good and healthy because I feel like I get in phases when I'm it's usually during the summer because in the summer I read the most and so I just get in like a book craze and I want to buy every single book so I think having the break during the fall and the winter is just perfect so I've not been buying books which I'm very proud about also this month I started using better period products. I got organic period products from CVS I believe. I got their brand of period products and so far so good. No complaints here. I'm just really proud that I've started adjusting over to a better non-toxic period product. So I thought I would tell you guys about them. Um, at CVS they have their own line of their organic cotton pads and tampons and I think they work just fine I have no complaints I talked about that in my non-toxic living on a budget episode how that was an adjustment I did want to make and I did start doing that la or this past month so I'm very happy about that also I just want to know if anyone is on sourdough tiktok and why do I want to make sourdough so bad at what point in your adult life do you get excited by the prospect of space to make your sourdough from scratch? Because that's the phase of adult life that I'm in where I get excited about the idea of just making my own bread and having more space in a future apartment to do so. Not that sourdough takes up a ton of space. I just think it's a lot of, it's actually not that many ingredients. I truly could start making sourdough now. Will I? I'm not 100% sure I'm ready for the commitment, but I do want to do it. It just looks like a fun hobby like my mom made her own bagels and sourdough last year and was getting really into that and doing her sourdough starter and all of that and I just didn't understand the appeal and now I I totally understand it I totally get it and I want to be that person also I love sourdough bread and sourdough bread is so good for the gut so not only would it be fun to make it from scratch but then you get a really good product out of it if your sourdough doesn't fail I haven't really got into the logistics of it so much about how you can like fail on your sourdough starter and all that stuff but it it's very appealing to me it's very exciting anyways two of my goals for March that I just wanted to talk to you guys about because they're both 
hobbies. My first one is scrapbooking. I really, really want to get into scrapbooking. I found scrapbooks that I want on Amazon. I haven't gotten them yet, but I do know what I want. They look like coffee table books. So this way they double as decor and you can just leave them out. And then when someone goes to pick it up and look through it, it's actually a scrapbook of your year or your life or whatever. So I really want to start getting into that. It's something I said I wanted to get into this year. Um, My mom used to make scrapbooks all the time for me when she had the time and then she had twins after me, my brothers, and that's when she fell off the scrapbook train because she was just so busy with twins and me. So, but I love looking back at our old scrapbooks so much and I just want something for my kids to look back on and myself as well to see living through my 20s. So, I really want to get into that in March and I want to get those coffee table scrapbooks really cute when I get into it more I'll make a whole link for it on my Amazon storefront and then I really want to bake this month I found copycat crumble cookie recipes but the protein like plant-based version not that I need it to be plant-based but it's a healthier protein version of it so my favorite cookie from crumble is the Twix cookie the Twix cookie and the um what's it called pink sugar cookie those are my favorite cookies from crumble ever they're so good and I'm not a huge crumble person but every once in a while I do like it I feel like there's a point in time where my family and I were getting it like probably once a month just trying flavors but I think we got over the kick my family doesn't really love crumble anymore but anyways those are my two favorite flavors and I found a copycat Twix recipe but it's the protein version on Pinterest and I really want to bake them in the month of March so Not that I want to be in my like baking era, but I do want to bake like from scratch more, a little bit more because I love cooking. I haven't done as much baking throughout the years and I used to love baking when I was younger. I would bake all the time. I swore that I was going to have a bakery. You know how you go through those phases as a kid where like each new obsession is going to be your career path? That's how I was. I was like always making business plans. It was just what I did for fun. Baking was something that I loved at one point in time and I just want to get back into it. Was I making anything elaborate? No, I think I was literally making boxed cupcakes, but I was like getting really into like designing what they looked like, like with the frosting and the colors. I think I was watching, you know what I was watching a lot at the time, like Cake Boss and then like Cupcake Wars and that kind of stuff. And it got me really into my baking era. I loved Cake Boss. Oh my God, I remember I binge watched that one time such a good show I think it's hilarious looking back on it now because those cakes are like barely edible not that I think they're like cute bakery doesn't have some amazing baked goods but these huge cakes they were making were like majority um pipes and fondant which doesn't sound good to me but these cakes were so cool and elaborate anyways and I thought the show was just funny itself but that is my February recap. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love just being chatty and talking with you guys and updating you on my life every once in a while. So let me know if you want me to do more monthly recaps because I really enjoyed this and I feel like I just got to talk to you guys about a lot of different topics. Next week is going to be my birthday episode so stay tuned for that. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week and I will talk to you next week. Bye guys.